الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب إليه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمداً عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وأحسن الهدي 
هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وما قل وكفى خير مما كثر وألها وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and send our peace and blessings upon our beloved and noble Prophet Muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam. And I remind myself and yourselves on this blessed day of Yomul Jumu'ah to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to fear Allah as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminded us to fear Him in numerous ayat. But in one ayah that is relevant to this place and to this time and to the situation that we are going through, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Hajj, in the beginning of Surah Al-Hajj, بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم إن زلزلة الساعة شيء عظيم O people, O people, fear your Lord for indeed, for indeed the earthquake of the hour of the last day is something that is enormous and something that is great. يَوْمَ تَرَوْنَهَا تَذْهَلُ كُلُّ مُرْضِعَةٍ عَمَّا أَرْضَعَتْ وَتَضَعُ كُلُّ ذَاتِ حَمْلٍ حَمْلَهَا وَتَرَ النَّاسَ سُكَارًا وَمَا هُمْ بِسُكَارًا وَلَكِنَّ عَذَابَ اللَّهِ شَدِيدٌ On this day, every woman who was breastfeeding will drop the one she was breastfeeding. And every one that was pregnant will do away with the child she is pregnant with. And you see people and you look at them and it is as if they are drunk, but they are not drunk. But indeed, the punishment of Allah is near. And the punishment of Allah is severe. Brothers and sisters, I'm sure all of us in the past several days have been following what is going on to our brothers and sisters in Turkey and Syria and in the regions that were afflicted with a massive earthquake. Watching the news day after day, being a person of an ummah as every single one of us should be. We should all be following this as if it is our own home, as if it is our own family, as if it is our own relative and someone we grew up with. Some of us here have relatives, siblings, uh, whether near or distant relatives. We have someone there. And the ones who don't have a blood relation have a stronger relationship, which is the relationship of Islam with those who are afflicted. Our brothers and sisters saw and witnessed two severe earthquakes that left them in devastation and made us pray day and night for them. And we stand here on this minbar 
and it is their right upon us to make dua for them. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this blessed day of Yawmul Jumu'ah, before even commencing the khutbah and speaking and elaborating and mentioning, first and foremost, we ask Allah to alleviate the pains of our brothers and sisters that were afflicted with this earthquake. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn their pain into prosperity and to make them martyrs and to make them martyrs, and to reward them for their patience, and to give them more than what was taken away from them. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Brothers and sisters, we were watching the news, and we see the images that literally tear our hearts apart. Mothers looking for their children, children looking for their mothers and their parents, people looking for their siblings under the rubble, waiting for the help, hearing their screams, but knowing they don't have the capability to save them. Wallahi, it is something that tears the heart off. It tears the heart up, Wallah. لِمِثْلِ هَذَا يَمُوتُ الْقَلْبُ مِنْ كَمَدٍ إِنْ كَانَ فِي الْقَلْبِ إِسْلَامٌ وَإِيمَانٌ It is for these types of things that the heart dies out of pain. If the heart truly had Iman and Islam. Brothers and sisters, I can't lie to you. This matter was something that was on our minds before it even happened. Three weeks ago, I stood on this minbar. I stood on this minbar in the second khutbah and I spoke about a prophetic hadith. One hadith where the Prophet ﷺ mentions some of the signs of the last day. And in that one, in that khutbah, I elaborated more on the first point where the Prophet ﷺ said, يُقْبَضُ فِيهِ الْعِلَمِ That knowledge will be lifted from people. And I connected that to the release of, you know, chat GBT and modern AI and, and you know, how accessible knowledge is becoming. Although you may think it is making people more and more intelligent, but people are actually dumbing down. And knowledge is being lifted from people as well, the true knowledge. And in another, in the second point in the hadith, and I elaborated on this as well, وَكَثْرَةُ zalazil And the increase of earthquakes. This was three weeks ago. Long before this earthquake. And I said, brothers and sisters, as the day comes near, as the day of judgment sets close, we have all these signs coming. Yet we are not waking up. Yet we live our day today as if the signs are not there. I spoke about Kathratu Zalazil, and I mentioned a point that there are about 22,000 earthquakes per year around the world, something that is exponentially increasing. As we speak, there are earthquakes going on somewhere in the world, whether it's small or big. 
and we see these signs, but we, we fail to remember the akhirah in the way we conduct ourselves. Many of us brothers and sisters, and I speak about myself first, so don't think that I'm speaking to you and making myself or putting myself on a pedestal. Wallahi, this applies to all of us. We sit in this Jum'ah, we are reminded by the ayat, we are reminded by dhikr al-hakim and by the wisdom of the Prophet ﷺ. He tells, Allah tells us what we will see before the last day. The Messenger ﷺ tells us what we will see before the last day, but we leave the khutbah, we listen to the remembrance, and we go back to our ways. How much? Or how many reminders does Allah need to send before we wake up, brothers and sisters? The first point I want to speak about in this khutbah is the akhirah, the reminder of the hereafter. As I mentioned in the first ayah of Surah Al-Hajj, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala referred to the akhirah as zalzalatu sa'ah. He called it zalzala because Wallahi, it is the closest thing to what we can imagine the last day to be like. Allah called it zalzalatu sa'ah. Because when you look at those images, when you flip the TV or scroll down on your feed or watch a video of what's going on, this is what the world will be like in the last day. Everyone running around looking for the person they know, but wanting to save their own lives more than that person. We see these videos, huge buildings, a person holding the hand of his son, only to hear the building buckle, let go of his hand, and have to run away with his life. So the building does not fall on his head and topple on his head. Imagine what a father had to go through to do something like that. Imagine what a mother had to feel sitting down on the rubble, listening to her infant child crying under the rubble, knowing that there, are not, there aren't enough cranes or there aren't enough excavators to come and take the rubble out so she can get to her living infant. Wallahi, if we, we look at these images and we don't remember the last day, our hearts are dead, ya ikhwan. The heart is gone. And that's why I mentioned in the beginning, لِمِثْلِ هَذَا يَمُوتُ الْقَلْبُ مِنْ كَمَدٍ With these images we know, these are the litmus test of our belief in the akhirah. This is the litmus test of our remembrance of the last day. This is... These types of things remind us, brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He told us in a surah, in surah al-zalzala, we perhaps recite it in all our, in, in our salawat, one of the shortest surahs in the Qur'an, إِذَا زُلْزِلَةِ الْأَرْضُ zilzala, Referring to the last day, and when the earth quakes and shakes, zilzalaha, the way it should, وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا and these tectonic plates or whatever it is that comes out, everything comes out. 
the ints and the jinn and everything that's buried underground will come out. وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا Allah is even telling, even telling us what mankind will be saying when they see this. They will just say, مَا لَهَا You know what مَا لَهَا means? مَا لَهَا means what's wrong with it? It shouldn't do this. This isn't normal. Why is it all unstable? Is there no place to run? That's what the mindset of, the man, of, of human beings would be at that time. That's what the creation would be saying at that time. وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ Human beings. مَا لَهَا What is wrong with it? And all of this, why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send these messages to us? These are ayat, brothers and sisters. These are ayat. وَمَا نُرْسِلُ بِالْآيَاتِ إِلَّا تَخْوِيفًا And we only send our ayat, our miracles of nature to scare you. تَخْوِيفًا To scare you. Oh you who is missing your salah. Oh you who is addicted to something that you know more than everyone else because you tried it. You know it's bad for you but you still persist. Oh you who continue to disobey Allah day and night. Where are we from these miracles of Allah? Where are we from these reminders that Allah is throwing at us? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends them to us but because we are in such slumber in the times that we're in, the miracles, the messages, they have to shout to us. They have to shout to us. They have to be loud. They have to be visible. They have to be apparent. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمَمٍ مِّنْ قَبْلِكُمْ فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَضَّرَّعُونَ The Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent messages to those who came before you. And we afflicted them with pain and with hardship so that they can humble themselves to Allah, so that they can fall to Allah in humility and in dua and in prayer. فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَضَّرَّعُونَ فَلَوْلَا إِذْ جَاءَهُمْ بَأْسُنَا but only if they fell down on their knees in humbleness and humility when they saw our pain and our punishment. But their hearts became hard, hard as rocks. But shaitan continued to lure and distract them and he decorated for them the heedlessness that they were in. They went back. The more the signs from Allah came, the more beautiful shaitan painted this false world, this world that is going to let us down every single time. فَلَمَّا نَسُوا مَا ذُكِّرُوا بِهِ Look at the ayah right after it. فَلَمَّا نَسُوا مَا ذُكِّرُوا بِهِ فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ and when they forgot the reminders that were sent to them, 
They fell heedless to them. Their hearts were hard. Their ears had drawn. Their hearts had covers upon them. The signs were not affecting them the way Allah wanted them to affect them. What happened? Did Allah punish them? La, 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 la. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ We opened for them the doors of every pleasure, everything they wanted. Oh, you're striving for money? You're striving for power? You're striving for wealth? Everything you're striving for, Allah gives it and gives it in abundance. Oh, you chose heedlessness? Then take it all. And once it's taken, فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَتَّى إِذَا فَرِحُوا بِمَا أُوتُوا Until they felt content. Wow, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm fortified. I'm free. Like this stuff can't happen to me. I live on this side of the world. I live in this type of house. I have this t- amount of money. My bank account has this much. I'm protected. I have funds. I have bank accounts. I have investments. I have assets. Everything. I'm at a point where, you know, the next uh, recession can affect everyone. But me, I'm safe. فَرِحُوا بِمَا أُوتُوا حَتَّى إِذَا فَرِحُوا بِمَا أُوتُوا أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بَغْتَةً فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبْلِسُونَ We take them suddenly and then they will become losers. مُبْلِسُون They lose everything. Brothers and sisters, Allah narrates to us the story of those who fall heedless to his ayat and his messages. We recite the ayat so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can open these hearts and we come to khutbatul jumu'ah so these hearts that have a ran and a cover upon them can open and unlock. And for every believer they will unlock. Bi'ithnillah, we ask Allah to unlock our hearts. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify us. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Aqulu ma sami'tum wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Fastaghfiruhu innahu wal ghafurur rahim. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Brothers and sisters, the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he said in a hadith that was authentically narrated in مستدرك الحاكم that the Messenger وسلم, he said, Indeed, this Ummah is Marhuma. Allah bestowed mercy upon it. Allah hastens its punishment in this dunya so that he can forgive them in the hereafter. Brothers and sisters, there is no doubt that there are causes 
for earthquakes and there are wisdoms and the causes do not contradict the wisdoms and sometimes speaking too much about the causes distracts us from understanding and perceiving the wisdoms and taking heed of the message Allah is trying to send to us. People say, oh, these are fault lines in, in central, you know, in Eurasia, and you know, there are three fault lines and tectonic plates, and they're moving, and this happens, and it's the region. But we don't dismiss that. But it's still a message from Rabbil Alameen. As we know, is narrated that Umar ibn al-Khattab when Medina shook, there was a, a slight earthquake in Medina in his time of the Khilafah. He stood up on the pulpit and he called to his people. He said, oh people, this is happening here for something that you changed in yourselves. There's something in your hearts that's going on. And wallahi, if it happens again, I'm picking up myself and I'm leaving Medina. I don't want to live around you anymore. So there are connections. But brothers and sisters, we do not ever want to fall into the trap of shaitan by saying that this is a punishment or this is a mercy. We know everything that happens to the believer is a mercy. Everything. And a mu'min should be upon certainty that everything that falls upon them is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. One of the five types of martyrs the Prophet ﷺ mentioned is Dhul Jidar. He said, in my ummah, and this is specific to the ummah of Muhammad ﷺ. See, there is the martyr that fights for the sake of Allah and gets killed while fighting. But there's another martyr. And that other martyr, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, he said, وَذُلْ جِدَارِ shaheed," And the one, the Muslim, the one who believes in Allah, the one who says, La ilaha illallah, and the wall or the ceiling, it falls on his head and he dies, that person is automatically accepted as a martyr. Allah, Alhamdulillah. Our brothers and sisters who died, we believe with certainty that Allah will reward them the reward of martyrs. Ta'ala. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept those who lived amongst them so that they can improve with divine wisdom from Him, subhanAllah. And Allah made it a message for us, so we can take heed and wake up before the tables turn, and we're in their place, and they're in ours. Wallahi ya ikhwan. These people, after everything they went through, specifically in that region, the past, the past 12, 13, 14 years, continuous conflict and then being refugees and then being afflicted Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose for them whoever died to be martyrs even outside of their land even outside of their land Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought martyrdom to them because a people that were that patient a people that went through that much calamity with Allah's divine wisdom and mercy, will go to Jannah with the shuhada and the abrar and be in the vicinity of the prophets and the righteous. And brothers and sisters, we don't only look at this event as something that 
is a punishment from Allah as that is a mistake as well. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, أَمْ حَسِبْتُمْ أَن تُتْرَكُوا وَلَمَّ يَأْتِكُمْ مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ Do you think that you will be left alone? And the example of those who came before you comes to you. مَسَّتْهُمُ الْبَأْسَاءُ وَالضَّرَّاءُ Hardship and pain fell upon them. وَزُلْزِلُوا The same word. Zalzala means earthquake. وَزُلْزِلُوا They were shaken, literally. حَتَّى يَقُولَ الرَّسُولُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهُ Until the messenger and those who believed say, مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهُ When is the victory of Allah? أَلَا إِنَّ نَصْرَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ Indeed, the victory of Allah is قَرِيبٌ I take you back 836 years ago where it was narrated a greater earthquake than the one that hit Turkey happened 836 years ago in year 1170. In year 1170, huge earthquake. They say it was well over eight in the Richter scale based on the documented casualties in history. It was documented that in Halab by itself, they counted 80,000 people. In Halab alone, in Aleppo, aside from the rest of the regions. Subhanallah. Ibn al-Athir narrates that a teacher left his class, left his school to go to the khala, and then the earthquake happened. Just describing how bad it was, he said, when I came back, they all died. And what made it even worse is that none of the parents of anyone in the school came to ask about them. So I knew all of their parents were dead as well. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. And the leader at that time was not an unjust leader. As a matter of fact, he was the greatest, one of the greatest leaders in the history of Islam. Imad al-Din Zinki and Nur al-Din Zinki. It was the Zankid era. These people, the two leaders that planned, the two leaders that planned the conquest of Al-Quds, that took back Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa after its occupation for 99 years. Those who spearheaded that movement, that cleansed that area from the evil crusades who were wreaking havoc in the whole area and killing Muslims left and right, and not only Muslims, but Jews and Christians that weren't affiliated with them as well. That was in 1170. And it happened to these great leaders, but it didn't stop them. In 1187, only 17 years later, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa to be liberated. Only 17 years later, after this great calamity, after this great hardship and affliction, حَتَّى يَقُولَ الرَّسُولُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهِ Even the, when the believers start to say, one is the victory of Allah, أَلَا إِنَّ نَصْرَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ An ummah that paid the price of martyrs to this amount will fuel the victory of the ummah بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى The prayers of these mothers and these fathers and these grandmothers and grandfathers and these children in the cold nights in Turkey and in Syria will not go in vain. Wallahi, we will never forget. Wallahi, we will never forget that mother that was taken out of the rubble and the first thing she said is Allahu Akbar.
The first thing she said was Allahu Akbar. Or the brother who was trapped between two walls. He was trapped, an elderly brother, he looked like he was 70 years old. And they were talking to him and they told him, wait, the excavator is going to come in hours. He said, give me something to make wudu with, I need to pray. They said, Ya Hajj, you can't even move. Anta ma'zur, pray with your head. He said, Wallahi, I need to try my best. If you can get water, then I need to make wudu on the body part that I can make wudu with. Wallahi, we'll never forget an ummah that had shop owners like the ones in Turkey who donated everything in their shop for the, needed, the needy brothers and sisters on the borders of Turkey and Syria and all of the afflicted areas. He said, take everything in my store and send it. And wallah, you see this. You see these mawaqif. You see these mawaqif. Ikhwan, wallahi, this dunya is not worth it. Wallahi, it's all gonna go. Wallahi, there's nothing worth it in this dunya. Let's make these hearts that became hard, let's soften them up. Wallahi, these things soften the hearts. A brother said, I was in an apartment building in Turkey, in Ghazi Antab. And he said, a month ago, the landlord kicked me out for not paying rent. He delayed rent for a month. He told him, leave the apartment building. He said, Wallahi, now, he said, me and the landlord are in the same tent, warming ourselves with the same fire. It's all gone. This is the dunya, ya ikhwan. So let us give up for the sake of Allah. If we can help, let us help. If we can donate, let us donate. Because we need it more than them, Wallah. Hum shuhada, hum sabirun. إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ Allah will reward them immensely for what they are going through. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy on our brothers and sisters who are afflicted in the earthquake. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate their pains. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to elevate those who died as martyrs fi sabilillah. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this the start of a victory for the ummah and to make the patience a fuel for the victory of this ummah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove the covers from our hearts and to make us from those who remember when they are reminded and who look at the miracles of Allah and go back to Allah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this a transformational point in our lives so that we could be in true service to Him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us and to grant us with prosperity and wealth that is aiding and assisting the Muslim brothers and sisters around the world. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us and have mercy on us, to unite us in Jannatul Firdaus with our families and our loved ones and the martyrs and the righteous and the prophets and the messengers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us with seeing the, uh, the, the freeing of the occupation of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and the freeing of the oppression of our brothers and sisters in China and in Burma and in Afghanistan, Kashmir and in Yemen and, all, and in Syria and all over the world. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us and them. أَقُولُ مَا سَمِعْتُمْ وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهُ لِي وَلَكُمْ عِبَادَ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيَّ أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأقم الصلاة تفضل أخوي الله أكبر الله أكبر 
أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله استو استو اعتدلوا make sure you fill the rows inside the masjid الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين إذا زلزلت الأرض زلزالها وأخرجت الأرض أثقالها وقال الإنسان ما لها يومئذ تحدث أخبارها بأن ربك أوحى لها يومئذ يصدر الناس أشتاة ليروا أعمالهم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يره الله أكبر اسمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر الله أكبر
سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله السلام منك السلام تبارك وتعالى Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Inshallah, we uh, in an effort to help you know, from Epic Masjid, we want to help our brothers and sisters in, in Turkey and Syria and those that were afflicted. We started a, a fundraising campaign, inshallah, and we wanted to make it easy for the community and facilitate for them an easy way to help. On your way out, there's an option on the kiosk. You can just select uh, uh, relief you know, uh, for the earthquake. And uh, I think there's like an option on the kiosk and you could just select it, inshallah, it's on the top left. Um, and donate, inshallah, and we will take care of it and send it to those most effective organizations, inshallah, that are working on the ground. So we're trying to help the, the community, help Ibn Also, we, there's several brothers and sisters that asked us to make dua uh, of shifa uh, for the sick. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give them shifa we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give them a complete shifa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy on those who passed. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give patience to those who lived. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Also, inshallah, for, for tonight, don't forget our youth programs. It's at, uh, our normal Friday night programs. We have a halaqa for the sisters between 7 and 8 p.m. inshallah. Uh, then we have a game night afterwards for the, for the teenage sisters. Uh, for the brothers as well, we have a junior's halaqa in the gym at 7.30 every single Friday, inshallah ta'ala. It's for teenagers. And then we have a car show outside for the guys to hang out and chill. And we also give a talk and we give reminders with Azza So do, inshallah, uh, come out if you can. Um, and I hope to see you there. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum.
Sanoid, Barakalafi, Kabi. <laughs>